And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Welcome into the Consumer Quarterback Show. You're listening to our program without Brandon Rimes because he is out today. My name is James DeJerome. I'm the host of the Consumer Quarterback Show. And here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, we're all about the consumer. We want to make sure that your dollar goes farther in the marketplace. We've assembled a group of uh, business owners, experts in their field. We bring them on the air. They take time out of their busy day to come in, share some information with you to empower you in the marketplace. Your knowledge is going to go farther. Your dollar is going to go farther when you have the knowledge from the show. We feel there's value there, and we love doing this for you. In addition to our partners, we've got sponsors on the program. You know, Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning just came on board. What a great job they're doing. This is a family-owned business. This is a minority-owned business. This is a female-owned business. These guys do such a great job. This is the the opportunity to to work with a family-owned business. They're going to come in, and they care about what they do. They care about uh, your referral is what they really want, so they're going to do a great job for you. And, of course... They're, they're, they know each other. They work together better than anyone can because it's a family-owned business. So Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning is one of the ones that we definitely want to steer you to out there in the Bay Area as far as a sponsor for the show. And, of course, Brandon is with the Platinum MV team at Keller Williams Realty. So we've got some properties for you as well. Brandon always throws up a few properties. Johnny put one up here, 1314 Alternate Highway 19 and Holiday, 2,678 square feet. It's a commercial building. It's a 40-year-old daycare. It's a business for sale. Huge double lot. So opportunities on the commercial side and the residential side with Platinum MVP team and Keller Williams Realty with Brandon. But we've got a few up there. Let's see what else he's got for you. 12500 Hamlin Road in Spring Hill. This is 41 acres. Wow, you could have a ranch out there. Zoned agricultural, well and septic, access from multiple roads near Highway 41 and County Road 52 in Pasco. Wow, that's a sharp-looking bunch of land right there. I wish I could own that. 12500 Hamlin Road in Spring Hill. All right, so if you're interested in any of the properties we feature here on the program, get in touch with Brandon and his team over at Platinum MVP. We've got a great show today. I've got some partners in here. I've got Millicent Athanason. Millie's here again from Law Offices of Millicent Athanason. Now, Millie, I forget, you're in what part of town? I My office is actually in Newport, Ritchie. Okay. Yeah. Newport Richie. So she's going to, she's brought some great stuff like she always does for us. And joining us on the phone from Tampa Screens and Illuma is Mr. Fred Muth. How you Hello, doing, everybody. Hey, there he is. I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. But I always say that. Everybody probably thinks I'm an over-optimist. But, um, <laughs> well, well basically, the show, the show is always uh, come on on a day when I feel great. I'm telling you, you're uh, – you're always on for me, Fred. You're my favorite guest on the show, so I always try to book you as much as I can, especially when I host, because I know you're going to pick up some of my slack here. Okay, good, good. Can't wait. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Before we get into just the root comedy routine like you normally do, tell us about Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Uh, how's your business going up there? Well, there's plenty of business right now. <clears throat> you know, I understand Chuck may, uh, Chuck from uh, the Roofing Company yeah. calling in, and, uh, you know, he's always going for the uh the disaster areas because that's a you know what he's geared for boy we don't need that in our business right now we have so much work uh mm-hmm. basically a lot of people are sitting home and they're um, you know the community pools are closed down so they're buying pools and you know they buy the pool they need the cage they call tampa screens uh i don't know the exact number of uh, cage contracts that we have on the books right now it's it's probably over 30 or over 40 right now for brand new builds we're doing very well. And then, of course, 
You really have to be. If you're going to go outside without a screen room, you're going to get soaked in bug repellent. It takes some of the fun out of the uh, outside. Oh, yeah. That's why Brandon coined the phrase, the in-between space between the inside of the house and the outside of the house. And this is the time of the year when you really get to enjoy it the most because it's fairly nice outside. Yeah. Inside, the AC still on outside. It may be a little cool. So you get in that space, you know, in between the backyard and the house, and you just enjoy yourself. You're not yeah. getting eaten up by the bugs or burned up by the sun. No, I agree. The last few mornings have been really nice. So we had a little drop in humidity locally, and hopefully we're headed that way soon. But uh, if you don't have a screen room, you're still going to be inside. That's right. After this summer, I got to tell you, it was a rough summer down here. Phew. Yeah. Worst, probably the worst I've dealt with in a while. In terms of heat and humidity? Heat, heat, humidity, and the intensity of the sun. Yeah, I noticed it as well. You know, it starts earlier and uh, goes a little longer each year, it seems. It, it does. You know what's amazing is the, the love bugs, uh, their clock is off. They used to come out September 1st. <laughs> now, Right about now, they're starting to come out. Uh, it's kind of strange. Isn't it, isn't it the way nature changes its course? There are no bugs that I'm aware of that can get through one of your screens. Is that the case? Well, no seams will get through anything. That's why they call them no seams. And they, there's even a fabric out there called no seam resistant, but it's not no seam proof. I thought that was uh, a no sales seams. trick by uh, inset, by entomologists to tell you there was such thing as no seams. Oh uh, well, yeah, you'd like that to be. But uh, I've been on Bradenton Beach uh, down there at um, a couple of the restaurants, and I, you know, the first time I experienced no seams, I, I didn't know what was wrong with my skin. I thought I got some battery acid on it or something. And here these no seams were so microscopic, you can barely see them. And basically, they're just biting your skin, and you don't know they're there. They're, they're about the toughest one to keep out of the screen room. I got you. But uh, you guys offer all kinds of different designs as well. You know, people think of the traditional pool cage as a rectangle. I've seen you guys with some panoramic views and some arches and some really interesting designs. Well, yeah, I've got several panoramic view uh, projects in process right now, which is this: the pano view came out. I, I'm going to think about eight or nine years ago, and then the engineering was uh, increased and everything turned out really well for it maybe about six or seven years ago. And what, you know, what, happens you you get a million dollar home and you know they have a nice backdrop onto a lake and they don't like to see all them uprights on the back side of the pool cage so they call the screen company to come in and sell them a new cage with a pano view i can like for example if it's a 60 foot uh long back wall i could probably break that up into three panels which is nice three wide open panels and it really really enhances the view so you eliminate all those vertical structure and opens it up quite a bit huh yeah, the vertical and the horizontal, because most of your cages have the uprights, and then they have a, a chair rail at about three foot high. So it really, you know, all of that structure blocks your view of what's behind you if you have a nice backdrop. So the pano view is there to resolve that problem. Fred, how far will you go around the Bay Area? Like, how far do you guys service Tampa Screens? Well, Tampa Screens, um, we, we can service anywhere in the state. I try to limit myself to four counties tops. Otherwise, I spin my wheels. Uh, I, I try not to go to Pinellas uh, too often. However, when we hang up the phone today, I'm, I'm going to run over there. i got a large carport project at an apartment complex, which I've done many of them. So yeah, the thing is, I, I do try to limit to Hillsborough, Pasco, um, uh, Pasco mm-hmm. Manatee in some cases, and then I'll, I'll go up, you know, it, it, Polk County is a questionable area for me. I can be there in 30 minutes, but I don't like to, you know, overextend myself with with the geography. Otherwise, I just run around in circles. Well, you just mentioned the carport thing. I always think of you guys in terms of the screen room, the pool cage, and screening. Uh, You do a lot of aluminum projects that don't necessarily involve a screen room. 
That's correct. The carports, the commercial carports. I've done quite a few of them in, in my time. And, you know, they're big projects. When you get into these apartment complexes, they don't want imagine. one or two. They, they want, you know, they want a multiple uh, area covered with carports. And, you know, it turns into a very, very high-ticket uh, project, which which is what we like. Now, one of the things that Fred always does a great job when he's on with us is explaining that one of the factors you need to, to sh- check with when you're getting somebody to do some screen work or build a cage for you is making sure that they've got a good handle on where that water is going to go. Fred does a great job of being conscientious about uh, – the water that's going to run off, uh, you know, once you start pouring that cement now, you've taken away a little bit of that percolation. So now where's that water go? That's right, because if you pour a 40 by 10 concrete slab in the backyard, you're just eliminating 400 square feet of percolation. And that water's got to go somewhere. And, uh, you know, a lot of other people don't think of that. You've got to realize that when they design these subdivisions, they they have retention ponds in certain areas. And uh, a lot of times the retention ponds are subject to to change where the water's going to end up in them or not in them, et cetera. Mm. So, um, you know, I've seen situations where the retention pond was built and then the, you know, the, the ballpark across the street was flooded in the rainstorm and the retention pond held no water. And there's no, you really can't blame anybody for that. It all has to do with the underground aquifer and everything else. So that, you know, not, not to get off the subject, but when we pour concrete, we're eliminating percolation on the ground. And obviously, uh, whatever hits that concrete or hits the aluminum roof now has to go in a, into a different direction. And, you know, if every house on the street decides to have a pool or a screen room, you're el- eliminating a whole lot of percolation in that particular area, and it's got to go somewhere. Uh, as Floridians, uh, flooding, sea level, water, that's certainly something that we consider all the time. I know South Tampa residents are constantly worried that the water level, the flooding, the puddles on the street, it's something that we consider maybe more than others around the country. We've got to really be concerned about our water. Yeah, South Tampa is a tough area, and, and I'm real cautious down there. Um, I make sure that if I pour a slab, I want that slab up in the air because yeah. otherwise when, you know, when, when the rain hits heavy, and nothing's percolating, the water's going to come up on top of the screen room slab. And, of course, it's going to drain off, but it's not pretty. No, it takes a lot of uh, time to get that water down there. It'll rain, and it'll stay puddled for two or three days down there. So it's it's certainly something they have to deal with. And we've got such a little bit of rise over sea level that we can't afford to lose what we have. That's right. Uh, 100% in agreement with that. Well, the city of Tampa is very conscious about the green space, and I can appreciate that. It's a little more complicated on our end for permitting because we have to do the equation where we have to somehow find at least 25% green space on the property. And, you know, some of the tight homes down there in South Tampa, the, when they occupy the majority of the uh, of the, the ground with, you know, with concrete, yeah, you sure. have a driveway, you have you know everything else out there. A lot of times you're very limited as to how big of a slab that you can pour. Because obviously if you're, if you're yeah. going over and, and eliminating uh, green space where it violates the 25%, uh, factor, they're not. The uh, city of Tampa is not going to allow the the concrete so pour. If you need a screen or a cage or aluminum work, Fred Muth, Tampa Screens and Aluminum, veteran in the business, knows the area very well. We're going to jump into a break now. When we come back. We're going to talk with Millicent Fannison. She's an attorney here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. She's put together some consumer trend information that I think you'll find interesting. Fred, you going to hang on? Yes, I am. Yes, sir. So come on back with the Consumer Quarterback Show. we got Fred and Millie for you. Great show. ConsumerQB.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. 
My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsay Rimes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsay are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rimes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Brandon Rimes and The Consumer Quarterback Show are doing their best to make you informed and make your dollar go farther in our marketplace here in the Bay Area. Uh, the Consumer Quarterback Show is all about you. We want you to get more knowledge. We want you to understand what businesses to patronize. We go out of our way to bring these guys in here into the studio, and they do great work bringing information and power to you as a consumer. We have great sponsors on the show as well. Golf Cart Depot is one of our new sponsors, and I know Brandon got this golf cart from Golf Cart Depot. He loves the thing, so he's always out there riding around his golf cart. His kids found out how fun the golf cart is, so now they're fighting. He comes out, the golf cart's gone. They come back, it's gone. It's gone all day, so it's a great thing for your whole family. Have fun with it. It's a great way to get around, and they've uh, over at Discovery Golf Carts, they have all different varieties, all different power sources, all different sizes, all different things you can do with them, utility, commercial, residential. Get together with Discovery Golf Carts. It's, it's something everyone's doing nowadays. Get yourself a golf cart. Have some fun. All right. In addition to the show, Brandon, of course, is with the Keller Williams team. He's the owner of Platinum MVP. He's got a few properties. We're going to pop one up on the screen. Johnny's going to throw one up for me. 3405 Gray Whetstone Street in Brandon. This is a four-bedroom, two-bath with a two-car garage on a cul-de-sac. Price has been reduced. That's a sharp-looking property right there. 3405 Gray Whetstone Street in Brandon. It's a 4-2. Get in touch with him if you want to see it. What else we got over there, Johnny? 12500 Hamlin in Spring Hill, 41 acres. Wow, you could be a cowboy. Zoned agricultural, well and septic, access from multiple roads. It's near Highway 41 and County Road 52 in Pasco County. 12500 Hamlin Road in Spring Hill. Of course, any properties you hear pitched on the show, get in touch with Brandon at the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty. All right, before the break, we were talking with Fred Muth. We've got Millicent Thanison and one of our attorney uh, experts here in studio with us. She's compiled some interesting information. So this show is all about business. We have a lot of business owners, of course, that come on the show and share information with you guys. In addition, you have some businesses that you own. As an audience listening, you're a business owner. You want to do the best you can with hiring. You want to do the best you can with pricing. You want to be competitive in every way. Did you ever study your consumer? Because if you know the market you're in, you may be able to tailor your product to the specific consumer in it. So Millie's here, and I didn't 
this didn't register with me at all earlier, but man, knowing the consumer, that's got to be number one as a business owner. It, it really is. And especially in today's marketplace, nothing ever stays the same. Right. Markets change constantly. And so, and I did this not only for my own business to see where I want to go forward mm-hmm. and how I want to proceed, but also I thought it would help me when I come on the show to come up with information that I think might target groups of consumers that have specific needs. Yeah. And and so I thought that was kind of So relevant. she took a little snapshot of our population in, in a number of different ways. T- tell us about some of the information there, Millie. Yes. Well, I what I wanted to know about wh- who are today's consumers? What right. are they like? So population is aging. That's the first thing that we've noticed. Uh, we have a much older population. 28.1% of the population is between 40 and, and 59. And 24.3% is over 60. That, however, is going to change by 2030. Mm -hmm. They said that 32.5% of the population will be over 60. That's nearly a third of the population. That's a larger chunk than I was aware of. Yeah, that's, that's a really large chunk. Now, what's also happened is that our life expectancy has changed. So in, in 1990, um, the average life expectancy of a human was 64.2 years. That has jumped now in 2019 to 72.6%. Wow. I know, that's a lot. That's eight and, years. And it's a, it's a lot in a yeah. short period of time. And then it's also by, they said by 2050, they expect it to be 77.1. Think about that, guys. <laughs> the average 77-year-old will be the average age. Wow. Yeah, that's the average going to be the average life expectancy by 2100. Our world is also becoming more populated. So right now we've got a population of about 7.8 billion. That's going to shoot up to about 11 billion by 2100. Not sure that we'll be there then, right, but right. you know, it, it's it, you know, the the planet is getting more populated. Bottom line. I've seen a couple of these uh, studies where they try to break it down using math. They say, if I gave you a penny today and I gave you doubled it every day and you see the exponential growth of things, you go from two to four. And by the end of the month, you're a millionaire. It doesn't seem like you would be, but that's the power of the exponential growth. So when these uh, old time scientists, Thomas Malthus or whoever started talking about uh, the population growth, what you don't realize is you don't grow at a static rate. The more people you are, the faster it becomes. So it starts to speed up and speed up and speed up. And the population is going to boom as the time goes on. Yes. And then one of the other things that we I learned in doing this research was that our population is heavier. Uh, obesity is at an all-time high in this country. 40% of the population is considered obese. And wow. then I, I looked up, and what obese basically means definitionally is that somebody that has a body mass index of between 30 and 39.9%. Mm-hmm. So that's definitionally what it means. But yes, we're, you know, we're eating more fast foods. Yeah. We're more sedentary. So of course I looked at this and said, Oh God, thank God I'm not alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no convenience. You know, it's the trade off. I think sometimes with convenience, I, I see people and, and the things they do to, that they, it's great. Oh, I don't have to leave the house now. I don't have to. At a certain point, it's enough already. Get up. Yes. Get, <laughs> get up. out. Do something. Well, in fact, that's one of the changes in consumer behavior that, that's happening right now 
is that people want more home exercises. This was necessitated through the pandemic when we had safer at home and stay at home orders. So now people, you're going to see more apps pop up. You see that mirror thing that's advertised where you can look and have an exercise instructor. People want that because they feel safer doing it at home. Plus, it's a more personalized experience. So uh, we're becoming heavier, but we're also concerned about health issues. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting. Uh, That is an interesting dynamic right there. So certainly you've seen more businesses around exercise, nutrition. uh, Like you mentioned, the products of Peloton and these different things that are coming out. They're really hitting really big. And yet our population continues to get heavier. So we're consuming more exercise products. I don't know that it's making an impact on us physically. So that's an interesting uh, stat right there. It is. It is. And then we're also, um, we're limiting our spending. We are tending to pay off debt right now. Um, We're developing desires more for well-made goods. The previous trend was to have mass quantity of things at a lower rate. Mm -hmm. Now people are wanting more well-made, long-lasting goods because if they're going to expend the funds, they want to know that something is going to last. (laughs) Like if you buy a refrigerator, you don't want it to clunk out. in you know, two years, that kind of a thing. You know, I see just a, a quick aside. Every time you roll through a neighborhood, you see somebody with a plasma TV in their front by their garbage because they don't have anything. The the value now is so low that buying a new one is easier than repairing the one you have. So everyone just gets rid – as soon as the TV stops working, they just throw it out. It's not – well, I can just go get another one. That's right. So we changed our whole behavior as far as that goes. That is true. I mean, before, you know, and that's true with any piece of new technology. When it first comes out on the market, it seems to be very, very high priced. And then as the years pass on, uh, I mean, the same thing happened with VCRs. Remember when they first came out, you know, you could spend up to $2,000 on a VCR. I think you can go into Walmart and get one for less than 20 bucks now. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's amazing. And the value just, even the craftsmanship, like you talked about, it's sacrifice. So you don't know what to do as a consumer. Should I buy the cheap one or the one that's going to last? And now we're starting to move away from cheap and more into quality. Yes. We want things that are going to last so that we're getting more bang for our buck, if you will. Okay. Um, we're also more reliant on technology. And this was an interesting statistic that I wasn't aware of. So in 2019, Americans spent an average of two hours and 55 minutes a day on their smartphone and comparable technology okay. devices. In 2020, that jumped to 5.4 hours a day. Wow. That's a lot of time. Yeah. I can't imagine it can go more, but it's going to. I have a feeling it's going to continue to increase. I think so, too. And I mean, but think about it. Because I, I, when I read this, I was like, well, gee, how much time do I spend on the, mm-hmm. the phone? We're checking text messages. We're checking emails. Yeah. We could do that on our phone now. We're, we're shopping on our cell phone. I mean. Games, that it goes so far beyond communication at this point that it's, it's, it's just a device that is a catch-all for almost everything. And you're shopping with it, you're making, uh, you're, you're navigating, you're driving. I mean, it's part of everything you do. It is. I mean, we use, we use it every place. It, we go to the office with it. We're like you said, we're in our cars yeah. with it. So yeah. it doesn't matter where we are. I know people take it to the restroom. So I, mean, I automatically, I always tell people, you're not quite as smart as you think you are. You have a phone. You know, <laughs> that doesn't mean you're smart because you can look up the answer to something immediately it doesn't, it's not the same as knowing the answer. That is correct. So that I is, think we, we trick ourselves into thinking we're geniuses nowadays. Uh, well, we'd like to be. At least our friends at Google are, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. right We've got about a minute left. Millie, hit another one, and then we're going to take okay, a break. Okay, so um, we also we have behavioral patterns that are changing. So uh, we don't want to engage in risky behaviors. We want more caring and compassion from our professionals. Hmm. 
the consumers want that. They want to know that you care about them. I think that goes part and parcel with the social media explosion that we feel more comfortable if we watch somebody with their kids, a little video or something that puts us at ease. We feel like we can hire them now for un- completely unrelated trade or something else. But that idea that we know who they are, it puts us at ease a little bit with the social media kind of take advantage of that. Absolutely. So that's that's really important. There's a, a permanent shift in more economic spending as hmm. well. All right, so we're going to get into some more consumer trends. You can see if you're a business owner, it will pay to know who's buying your product because you're going to tailor your advertising, your promotion dollar. Everything is important, and finding the right ears for your message, that's critical if you're a business owner. So when we come back, we're going to get into more of this with uh, Millie, and we got uh, Fred on the phone, and I think Chuck's going to join us from Pensacola, the latest on Hurricane up there. So stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right. ConsumerQB.com is where you can find all the partners, all the team members on The Consumer Quarterback Show. We do a great job of bringing folks on, and they provide the information. We're just getting them and vetting them so that you have that information at your disposal. You can always go to the website, check out a way to get in touch with all our partners on the show and our sponsors as well. Uh, We've got a sponsor, Replenish IV Solutions, one of the ones that Brandon goes to all the time. Steve and Lisa Gunnan own Replenish IV Solutions. Really cool concept. They can even come to you. What they're going to do is give you an actual IV drip with your vitamins, nutrients, everything you need in it. And they can, like I said, take it right to you. Now, I've seen this concept with college kids who have bad hangovers that they want to get an IV, but this is for everybody. This is a health thing. It's not just for folks out there that have uh, had a rough night. So Steve and Lisa Gunn replenish IV solutions right here in the Bay Area. Give them a call. Like I said, they'll come right to you. They've got the latest and greatest in technology. Really cool concept behind that business. And of course, Brandon, again, with the uh, Tampa Bay real estate expert with the Platinum MVP team, we're going to throw a property up for you. Johnny's going to bring one up for you. The uh, the way that this works is Brandon is constantly putting products or project properties rather on the show. And anytime you hear me pitch a product that or a, a property that you're interested in, please give us a call three four zero five Gray Whetstone in Brandon, two thousand one hundred sixty six square feet, four bedroom, two bath, two car garage. Man, it looks brand new. Everything looks renovated. Really sharp looking, like a white design in the bathroom. Really cool. Again, anything you see that you want to get in touch with him. Give them a call, 5832 Beverly Drive in Hudson. Build your dream home, sailboat, depth water, easy golf access. Wow, that's really something, really sharp. Right on the water, guys, both sides. Man, I wish I could afford that one. 5832 Beverly Drive in Hudson. Again, if you want to see it, get in touch with Brandon and the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. He's got a lot of great properties, even in this time of real estate scarcity here in the Bay Area. Okay, before the break, we were talking with Millicent. She brought us great information, and we were examining our Bay Area consumers. Who are they? What are characteristics about them? And why is that good for you as a business owner? So I want to pick that up again, Millie. Tell us some of the things that you've discovered. Well, yeah, I so I gave you some information about who these consumers are. So now it becomes, well, what do they want? What are they looking for? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, we have an older population. So what are they concerned with? Well, they're concerned with 
being eternally young. Right. You know, we're going out and buying those wrinkle creams yeah. and we're getting we're getting Botox. And apparently even during the pandemic, the plastic surgery statistics were at an all time high. This is not just for women. I know so many doctors whose practice relies on men for other stuff. Yes. It's not to cosmetic surgery. She talks about anti-aging as a complete regimen that you get involved with. Absolutely. And it's because the the population is getting older, but we want to feel more youthful. Mm -hmm. So that's a a huge thing. Um, We're also focused, the older population is focused on lifestyle habits at home changing. Uh, They want more at home exercise programs, like you said, buying Mm -hmm. the Peloton Mm -hmm. and, and, and products like that. More exercise tracking apps, those kinds of eating apps, food count, calorie counting, all of that has become very important. I know a big one is a telemedicine. You know, folks want to visit their, they don't want to go to the doctor, but they have an online consultation or they have all these facts and information available to them. It's really helped folks feel uh, like they have a resource beyond going to the emergency room or something like that. So I think that's a, that's one I really feel like is a benefit of technology, a way that you can get some value immediately and and put some people at ease with medical information. Well, actually, the reliance, and that's another issue, consumers rely on technology, and that's only going to advance. Mm. So all retailers, the ones that are still in business, because a lot of them went out, closed their brick and mortars, and uh, they're going with more of an online presence, and everybody's updating their apps to make it more user-friendly because people want to use it. Um, a lot of retailers, as you know, such as um, J.C. Penney, Brooks Brothers, Pier One, Chuck E. Cheese's, all those, a lot of them filed for bankruptcy protection and yeah. as a result closed, if not all, many of their brick and mortars. Um, streaming has become a lot more uh, popular, such as Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, and all of those services. I think even Disney came out with a, a different version of its Disney Plus to right. offer additional programming. Uh, 90% of the homes today have internet services. Yeah, you know, you don't realize, you take that for granted as an American. I do everywhere I go, I assume I have internet. When you travel internationally, you realize how the internet is much more scarce. You'll see a, a, we have internet, big deal, we have it. Well, of course, that's where you have to go to get internet because it's just simply not available everywhere. But here, 90% of the households have it. 81% of households have smartphones and 72% use social media. So that's certainly something Mm. to keep in mind as a business owner, I think, is, you know, where are you going to put your advertising dollars and and how are you going to attract more customers? One of the really unique parts of that information for me was that we're, we're, we're aging as a population. We're getting older. And yet technology is increasing. Now, if you've seen, I, you know, I watch my dad and his phone and work with his phone and how my sister has to hook it all up. So as a business owner, you certainly want to take advantage of the technology, but you have to cater it to your consumer. So if your consumer is somebody 65 to 70 years old, they're not have the background with, with the technology. So you have to come at them in a little bit of a different approach than you just throwing it out there for a millennial because their exposure to the tech. If you watch somebody older than 65 handle a, a device you can see they're not as comfortable they don't want they're afraid they're going to make a mistake press a wrong button whatever so they verify should i do this should i do that whereas kids grab the thing and just start pressing everything and turning it upside down and inside out and they'll figure it out eventually because they're not worried about making a mistake or breaking something well and that's why the these um uh, AI companies, artificial intelligence companies have really taken off. In fact, I put that in here as a stock tip, the the ones like NVIDIA and stuff mm. like that, because what's going to happen with the apps, everything is going to become more voice activated. 
Okay. Your research, you're going to be able to do more voice-activated research, more voice-activated shopping instead of pressing the buttons because just as you said, right. population doesn't always know how to use it. Right. So I know I have difficulties. I'm constantly pressing the wrong button. I don't have Alexa. Do you have Alexa or any kind of like voice activation in your home? Yes, I do. I do have Alexa. Hey, Fred, do you have Alexa? No. Yeah, I don't. I have not yet taken that on. I, I assumed like everyone else, I just take it out of the box and I just say, look up this or do that or turn my lights on, but there's a lot of programming that goes into it. So I backed away immediately. I thought that's maybe beyond my uh, technical expertise, but you're not, you don't do the Alexa thing either. No, I don't, I don't like to complicate my life any more than it is. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about your, as a consumer, you would fit into that. Which one are you? Are you heavy tech? No, not at all. all. I'm, I'm uh, back to basics works very well because I think uh, technology has, uh, you know, it's, it's basically going amok in my opinion. Not that, uh, you know, I'm want to put myself in this age bracket, (laughs) but I I know, I know that I I remember the days when we didn't have so much technology and the communication was much better. Mm. Yeah. I mean, basically uh, you knew who you were talking to. You'd make a phone call, you get things done. And, you know, I know a lot of people that still think like that. Um, sure. it, when, you, when you have, you know, three voicemails, four emails, and you got to look at all your text, is there any time left to do business? <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's the way I see it. Uh, it. It's way too complicated where it doesn't have to be. No, I agree. You know, I'll, I'll receive the same messages on text that I receive on two different emails. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nuts. It's you don't, duplication. You don't I hear you. I worked with a couple of guys that, you know, my former life, I was in football coaching, and I was the video liaison for the football staff. And a lot of these gentlemen spent their whole life coaching and were great at it. But as far as the technology side, they didn't have any—you know—they didn't even want to touch the thing. So the revolution in, in my field came about uh, 2000. Everyone switched over to computers. Computers became the playback mechanism. They became everything to do with video, how you edited everything about it. Well, I had coaches who just refused. I'm, I'm, I need the tape. I said, well, coach, it's the same image that's on the computer screen that's on the tape that you put in the VCR. It's the same exact image. Oh, I don't trust it. I just don't trust the computer. That was the mentality of it. Now we just spent as a university, we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to build this network and projectors and this whole video network. And after practice, I would have to go dub my computer video onto VHS tape and hand it to him so that he could view. So it's a, there's a comfort level you must have and there's a trust level you must have. And that's where I think the disconnect is with folks that are beyond a certain age. They have a natural distrust of the stuff. Absolutely. Well, and I think yeah, and I think that's where these companies are coming in right now. And they're really trying to beef that up because they do realize that there's a gap. Mm. And so they're they are going to employ more artificial intelligence, uh, upgraded technology, enhanced video skills and to make them more user friendly so that people that don't have any formal training can actually use them. Unfortunately, technology is not going to go away. Mm. And even though we may be resisting it, I think we're bucking up a force that we're (laughs) we're not going to win that fight. I agree. (laughs) I agree. So you might as well figure out a way to get familiar or figure out a solution for your problems using it because it's it's out there to help you. You just got to just slug through it and figure it out. You do. You do. And then I also wanted to, to touch a little bit on um, two other topics, food okay. and sensitivity in, in today's marketplace. Um, people are looking for healthier food sources. 
Um, you'll hear a lot of words like uh, locally outsourced, mm. locally grown, farm to table, oh, yeah. that type of thing. People are looking for that. Almost every restaurant now has vegetarian, vegan, or meat alternative options on mm-hmm. their menus. You're going to continue to see more of that in the future is is what's being predicted right now. I believe it. And, uh, so you're, and also even meal delivery services, if you see them advertised, a lot of them are also using uh, fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Whether they prepare the meal or they give you the ingredients and you prepare right. it, so that's going to become very. It already, yeah, it's growing fast. It is. It truly is. And so that's the the trend is to get away from a lot of the uh, just going through the drive through right. to actually having more healthier meals. Mm-hmm. Because if people are going to live longer, obviously diseases that come with obesity are also on the rise. So we have to do something to combat yeah, that. Makes sense. Um, sensitivity. What's interesting. It, and I don't know, when when you went to college, um, at least when I went to college, that's where you had your, your biggest activists, people mm-hmm. that were doing protesting and picketing and yeah. so forth, usually came right, they were in college or they were soon out of college. Um, you know, other people had too much going on with caring for children, working oh, yeah. full time, taking care of parents, so forth. That has shifted. And that's where you're getting that empathy that, that came in and that sensitivity. It, it's, it's manifesting itself in the way of activism. Uh, when I was doing the research, I was surprised to find that um, in the older age groups, there was a high percentage of like 42% of the population felt strongly about the issues involving the, the death of George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I thought that's really interesting yeah. statistical data. And, and what's happening is this older population is feeling more useful. They're feeling more sensitive. I think people being forced to stay home has forced them to look at other people beyond themselves and their own lives because they're not as caught up in right. it. And so that is also manifested its way in other avenues of business as well. So you now have these sensitive um altruistic consumers they care about other people so now they're looking at things for example spiritual retreats when they're going on vacation they want to have spiritual retreats that's a very big vacation thing now Hmm. you're seeing more apps like meditation apps that are that are out there whereas before if you recall i mean when when i was growing up anyone that went to counseling services you thought there was something wrong with them yeah definitely (laughs) the stigma was not the social stigma was not good there's been a shift certainly a shift in perception as far as that goes absolutely yeah and so as a result of that consumers are looking for that they Hmm. they want healing they want uh, their outside and their insides healed. Makes and perfect sense. Yeah, it really. I mean, I was surprised in in how it was all interrelated. Yeah. So if you're a business owner out there, it can't hurt to know your customer, and that's the whole idea behind this. So Millie brought this stuff in. We're going to take a break now. We're going to come back. I think we got Chuck also is going to visit with us from the Panhandle. He's up there doing some hurricane stuff for Suncoast Roofing. So don't go anywhere. Come back. The Consumer Quarterback Show rolls on. We've got a lot of good stuff for you. Coming up, Chuck Peterson. We still have Fred Muth and Millicent Athanason right here in the studio. ConsumerQB.com. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. 
If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the real estate quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call if you're interested in any of the properties you hear me pitch here on the Consumer Quarterback Show or you want to get in touch with any of the partners on the Consumer Quarterback team. We certainly want to engage with you. Uh, We've got some great sponsors on the show. We talk about Brothers Easy Moving a lot on the show. Brothers Easy Moving was a company that Brandon hired to do his personal move. And those guys had no idea what they were getting into. So they were out there till eight at night moving his furniture. I couldn't believe they were in the dark helping them. They established this bond, and now they are the official moving uh, program or moving company of the Consumer Quarterback Show. So long distance or local, Brothers Easy Moving, these guys definitely will go the extra mile for you. They are the official moving sponsor of the program. And, of course, Brandon with Platinum MVP is always throwing up properties. we got a property for you at 422 Wildwood Way in Bel Air, 2,281 square feet. It's a three, two-and-a-half, two-car garages, built in 2004, wood floor, real close to the beaches. That's a good-looking property right there at 422 Wildwood Way in Bel Air. Give Brandon a call at the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, and he will take care of you. All right, so we got a feel-good story. One of the things Brandon always wants to emphasize is some positivity in your day. i got a feel-good story for you today about a dog, and everyone loves their dog. And this one is one of the ones that's kind of hit my heart here. So a bridge inspector, uh, after the hurricanes rolled through the, uh, the the area of Louisiana, Mississippi River area, everything had to be inspected. So the bridge inspectors have to go out and check all the bridges and roads. So a dog was stranded 120 feet above the Mississippi River. He ended up being rescued by a team of bridge inspectors who just happened to be at the right place at the right time. While inspecting the U.S. 84 westbound bridge over Mississippi on Sunday, bridge inspector Craig Jenkins noticed a stranded hound dog on the adjacent bridge structure. Ryan Natulik, the lead climber and rescue tech for the team, quickly called the police for assistance, climbed down to the dog, and after assessing her injuries, was able to fashion a makeshift harness and lift her to safety. So no one is sure how she ended up there. I imagine she was in the rising water, and it kind of receded and left her stuck up there on the bridge. But what a heartwarming rescue. It says, all heroes do not wear capes. So everyone loves a good story about a dog, and I'm hopeful that the area up in that did not get wrecked too badly by the series of hurricanes and storms that came through there. Chuck Peterson, Suncoast Roofing, always does his best to help folks in need. Chuck, what's going on? Are you up in that area? I am. I am indeed. Now tell me. I'm driving around uh, Pensacola right now. Okay, so how how far away, What's the? where are you from the, where it actually hit? I mean, we had a few storms that passed right uh, through there. 
Yeah, Mobile, Alabama is where it came in at. So we're probably, I'm saying, 50 miles to the east of that. Now, you spent a bunch of time up in the Mexico Beach area just recently, still recovering yeah. from there as situation. Yeah, Mexico, mostly in Panama City because Mexico Beach was actually rebuilding in entirety. I mean, it got pretty beat up bad. Right. Um, but Panama City has recovered pretty well, and they're probably 80, 85% back up and running. Uh, they've done pretty well. I know they've got a little bit of tree damage from this last storm, but Pensacola is uh, where I'm at today, and it's it's not it's not as bad as I thought it might be. Okay. Uh, a lot of tarps out, but not a lot of structural damage uh, like we saw over in Panama City and Mexico Beach. Now, we, we talked um, in the past well, about all the trees that got toppled and snapped. Right, yeah, and, and there's a lot of trees down here. I see the tree trucks are already out, and they got the uh, you know, the, the big equipment moving trees out of the way. But most of the roads that I've been on today have been open. Uh, so they're making a little bit quicker progress than Panama did. But just don't think they had quite the wind mm. that Panama had when that storm came through. But they had a huge amount of rain. I mean, the, the rain here, the the water level here from from the looks of things was fantastically high. I mean, there's boats sitting in people's yards yeah. as you've seen on TV. Wow. It, it is crazy. That will do the damage. Now, you guys do a great job of getting in there and helping folks. Unfortunately, you always tell us stories about people that show up at these kind of situations that don't have the same uh, motivation. They're actually there to try to make some money off these folks. Have you seen any any charlatans or any kind of scams going on up in that area? Well, we haven't yet because we have just got here today, so we really haven't talked to a lot of people. We're just out kind of scouting around. We've got uh, three or four guys up here um, that work with other companies that we deal with, so we mm-hmm. came as a group to do a lot of restoration work and attorneys and, sure. um, you know, tarping guys and, and water restoration guys. So we kind of came as a as a whole group. It's a one-stop shop deal. And uh, we've really just been out kind of scouting around. We haven't, we haven't talked to anybody, but as you and I and Brandon have all talked about, I'm sure we're going to run into that and have a, have mm-hmm. a story to tell that's, that's not going to be too good, you know, that people – People went to somebody's house and talked their house and asked them for a lot of money, deposit, told them they'd fix their roof, and they're going to take that money and go back to wherever they came from, and it's just going to be an unfortunate event. Yeah, I just feel for those folks, because the desperation level, when you've lost your roof, I mean, your whole world yeah. is upside down. Your house is a mess. I mean, you, you feel like everything is, is about, you've lost everything, and here comes somebody saying yeah. they're willing to give you a hand. It's quite easy to get pushed into a situation where you're not thinking, you know, how could this be? And next thing you know, man, yeah. you're out that deposit money or that front money. That is bad news. Yeah, I agreed. And that, and that's what happens is they, they take advantage of those folks who are, you know, just trying to trying to figure out which way is up. And, mm-hmm. you know, they make, they sell them on a big pitch. And, and then when they ask for the money, the, the people just tend to give it to them because they're like, well, she can take care of it all. I'll be take right. a load off. And right. unfortunately, it just doesn't work out that way sometimes. Now, one of the things I worry about with uh, all the frequency we've had this year in the storm season is the scarcity of supplies. Have you had any tough time getting shingles or plywood sheets or anything that these folks are going to well, need? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's already a shortage before the storms have hit, the last two storms, actually. Um, so our, the shingle manufacturers across the country have sent out uh, notifications that they're only going to make certain colors through the end of the year uh, because they just can't – they're running – they're actually – they're running these plants 24-7, and they just can't keep up with demand with all the storms we've had and just the sheer volume of roofing going on in the world. Yeah. They just can't they can't keep up. And, of course, lumber, as you would well imagine, yeah. you know, with the storms that we've had everywhere, 
uh, the lumber prices are moving pretty pretty quick. We went from paying uh, $22 or so a sheet of plywood four or five months ago to paying 32 and $34 for that same sheet of plywood today. Yeah, not much you can do about it. If it's not there, it's not there. Uh, Chuck Peterson, no. Suncoast Roofing, these guys do a great job. If you're listening and, and you need roofing work, listen, to Chuck just jumped on a plane and flew to Pensacola trying to help folks. I mean, this guy's everywhere all over the state and and further <laughs> than that. Hey, Chuck, uh, I got Fred Muth on the phone. Any You see any screen work that needs to be done up there? Fred, we'll send Fred up there. Yeah. No, Fred, Fred, Fred doesn't hey, want to get a, all those text messages and emails about it up here. He, he's got <laughs> his own life to handle out there. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Scott. I appreciate that. Hey, by the way, you took care of a couple of my customers in a very timely manner recently. Thank you so much. Well, You're a good you. man, buddy. That's I appreciate what we do you here on well. the Consumer Quarterback Show. We put people together. We get business done. That's what we're all about, helping you get together with the team. We got Millie in studio here. She's brought us some great stuff. Millie, what can you give us advice about hurricane victims out there? Anything? Well, you know, I, I always tell people, make sure that when you know a storm is coming to have all your documents, your insurance policies, and any valuables and everything put in one place mm-hmm. so that you can readily access them and including your prescription medications and so forth. After the storm, you know, you have to have a copy of your policy and this and that, and people are often flurrying around. They mm-hmm. can't find this. They didn't prepare for that. So I, I think preparedness uh, extends more beyond just getting food supplies. I agree. All right. We're, we're coming into the end of the show here. I got a, a couple minutes left, or a minute left. Chuck, tell me about uh, how folks can get in touch with you if they need some help. Can I just give them my just straight cell phone please, number? Please, Yeah, so it's 386-690-3983. So if you've got any, uh, any just even questions about mm-hmm. roofing, just give me a call. Uh, I'll be glad to talk with you. And if, and if I can't get there, we've got a spectacular sales staff all over the state of Florida. And uh, we can get somebody to your to your house or business. Uh, in a day or so. Thanks so much for checking in with us live on the ground in Pensacola trying to help folks up there, hurricane victims. That's Chuck Peterson with Suncoast Roofing. We had Millie Athanason in studio and Fred Muth, the, the Tin Man, on the phone today. What a great show. Check us out online, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for The Consumer Quarterback Show.